the daily. It's in the daily. Um, this is something that just I keep saying over and over. It's in the daily. Um, if you've been following my journey um, here and on the gram, um, I did a post yesterday where I took some books and went up to a mountaintop and just literally had a heyday with God, just yelling and screaming and crying and just so, um, just so in a battle right now for our oldest son. Um, a few weeks ago, and I shared on here about it's in the whisper. We we had a, a, a I you know I thought we and we did we had a breakthrough moment with our son. I, I prayed over him. Um, he really you could tell that he really sensed like this moment of peace and he had the best sleep of his night and it was, it was amazing. Um, and it was, it was like this amazing breakthrough that we had as a family for my son. And, you know, it's interesting. And I shared on this podcast earlier about, you know, the things that we, as people, like as a whole, we try to fix the things that we can see. You know, I, I work with women all the time and the thing that they're trying to fix in their life is, their outward appearance, right? Like how they fit into certain clothes and how they look. And then when we dive in deeper and they, they, and I start coaching them, I'm like, they're like, where's your meal plan? Like, where's your fitness plan? Like we're, we're a week in. like, what do you mean? You're not giving me a fitness plan. I'm like, it's deeper than that. Like, it's not like you could go, if you want to go find a diet, like freaking Google it, find one and start losing weight. And then you'll get right back to where you were because you're working on the surface, right? You're working on the things that you can see, not on the things that you cannot see. And that's the hardest part. The hardest part is, is fixing the things that you can't see. And when you start to dig into the reasons of why you got to where you're at, then we can actually start doing something about it. And then we start working on your identity. And then when your identity is new and set, with this new temperature of, hey, I'm fierce and I'm I'm on fire and I'm worthy and I am a person of value and I have purpose in my life, you won't you won't even look at the junk food. Like I, this is like on a tangent, but like I mean, off, I'm gonna get back to my story, but you know, it's I've had people that are like, you know, what's your cheat day? I'm like, my cheat day. I'm like, what? Like, what do you even mean? Like, I don't even look at it like that. Like, if I want a cookie, I'll have one, but I just don't want it. Like, I that doesn't even associate with who Natalie Flowers is. So, all that to say, um, in looking at my son, you know, we're we're fighting the things that we can see. And so the things that we could see is that he had a problem and addiction to gaming. So we're like, okay, so we took away the gaming. You know, we took away the privilege of that. And then it was like, okay, he has, he has a device problem. Like we need to take away the devices. We need to take away, um, you know, his ability to get on and, you know, any device for that matter, computers, iPads, whatever. He's never had a phone. Um, and then it was, okay, you know, we need to take away his Apple watch. Cause you know, even though his Apple watch, he can only, you know, do certain things on it. He has a device problem. Like anytime you give him a device, it's like, it's an addiction. So, we've been kind of fighting this like for, for a long time. If you've been on my, if you've been listening to my podcast, this has been like an ongoing thing. Um, with my oldest, it's just like, this is like his, just his, his obsession. Um, and he would be sneaking it at night. He would go and try to find the iPad, sneak it into his bedroom. Um, just, just constant. And so a few, a a couple weeks ago, 
we had a friend over and I sh- I'm not going to reshare the story because I, if you have, if you've already listened to my podcast, you know that we had a friend over and we, we ended up praying for my son. And I, we just, we had this moment as a family and it was amazing. And we did have breakthrough, but it's in the daily, right? It wasn't like a one-time thing. Oh, we're one and done. Like, okay, all is well. And so, you know, the next day was awesome. My husband went live with him. They shared about, you know, what it means to be in prayer and like what it means to have like, you know, when you have God, you know, and you pray for God to have that breakthrough in your mind. Um, but then, you know, as I was reading these last couple of weeks, I was reading about, you know, the struggles between great leaders in the Bible and in one in particular, David, right? David is his mighty warrior for God. He's the one that fought Goliath, right? He's the one that was like this short little like redhead kid. And he's like, oh, that giant? Like, who's like, what, 12 feet tall? Yeah, sure. I'm like five feet, <laughs> 100 pounds soaking wet. I can take that guy. So he takes on Goliath. And then, you know, if you read the story of David, like he becomes this great king. But his weakness was women. And he ends up getting a, there's a, there's a gal and she's married and it's one of his amazing leaders in his army. And he has that guy go out to battle so that he can sleep with this woman, to sleep with his wife. She ends up getting pregnant and to cover up that mess, he has the dude killed in battle. And so he then like repents and he feels guilty and he feels awful. And he's just like, he just cries before God. Like, he's just like, he's so like, just in such remorse of like what he's done. Just like, I, he just feels so guilty. And so God, you know, there's literally the Bible says like, he has a heart after me. It's like, what? Like he went and did that. And it's like, yeah, but he had such a heart of repentance and God and God does and uses him for great and mighty things. So I say a lot to say, we all have our thing. <laughs> we all have that thing. We all have that thing that presses us into God. Like if we didn't have that thing, we probably wouldn't need God. And so I was thinking about issues in my life. I was thinking about the issues in the people that I coach and my kids and my husband, you know, what are like, what are our things? And so how we can help each other and, and encourage each other and not looking at in the surface way. So I was yesterday when I went and I walked into this, onto this mountain, I was just, I I sat there and I was praying and I was reading this book. I just sat there in quiet and I sat there in quiet, just listened to God, just like sat there and in the whisper, right? It's in the whisper that you hear his voice and just sat there and listened as I just cried out and just like, this battle is deeper than the surface. And that was what I kept like like the thing that kept being repeated to me over and over is that the battle is deeper. It's deeper than the surface. You're not, you're not, it's like when you're coaching women, it's you're not trying to fix their eating habits. You're trying to fix their thought habits. And one of the things that I found, and I really wanted to share this on this podcast today, because I think that there's a crisis right now when it comes to gaming, I want to share something with you that God has really revealed to me. And this is really, really important is this is how it's deeper. This is how it's deeper than just like gaming. So one of the things that my son loves to do is he loves to go onto Roblox. Well, if you go into Roblox, you can actually one game with people that you don't know. That's scary. 
Number two is you can actually, um, there's this app called Disport. Disport is a chat room. You can do like chats and messages with different people that you don't know. So what we found is every time we, especially me, because I'm a very intuitive person and I can really feel it, is anytime that he would sneak the iPad in game and it would always be Roblox. I was like his, that's like his game to go play. Um, he's, he's a really good artist. He's an amazing artist. And the next, like if he sneaked and gamed one, his attitude would be totally different. He, he wouldn't take care of his clothes. Like all of his clothes would be just like all over the room. Um, he would be very, his attitude would be really off, like really snooty. Um, and his art would be very, to be honest with you, demonic. Like some of it would be like animation, but very dark. And he's not that kid. He's actually more of like an animal lover. So a lot of his drawings, when he wouldn't be gaming, they would be these beautiful animals. Like he draws like amazing lions and oh my gosh, his lines are amazing. One of my favorites. Like, but his animal pictures are just beautiful. They're just, they're amazing. He's so talented. But when he would game, we would find this like weird behavior. So for a while, it's been like, oh, the gaming like makes some kind of like, he gets into this like weird like mode. But yesterday, <clears throat> as I was praying for my son, and like this battle, and I'm like, and like God kept telling me it's deeper than the surface. And so I sat there and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, every time he gets on, he is playing with demonic spirits. So this is something God revealed to me is that two of the people that my son was gaming with were pedophiles. And God showed me their faces. Like in my, this, I had this vision of like, he showed me their faces. He showed me what they look like. He showed me the spirit in which they carried and how he would, how they were, and how they were interacting with my son. And that is, and then that spirit would attack my son's mind. And now it's entangled in his mind. And God's like, it's in the daily. If, if he's sneaking and he's gaming and he's getting into that, that spirit is entangling himself with your son's spirit. And that is why you're feeling what you're feeling. It's dark. So last week, so we had a prayer breakthrough. Literally a week later, he snuck my husband's iPad. And for a couple of days, he was gaming. And I, I knew something was, I'm like, Matt, something is up. Like he's, he has your iPad or something because I can feel it in this home. It's like that spirit of oppression and darkness is back in this house. I can feel it. So my husband found his iPad. He had, he had snuck it upstairs and hid on the sofa and he was playing Roblox. So my husband brought his iPad down and we looked through his chats, which is Disport through where you can chat on Roblox. And sure enough, there's these awful conversations that he's having with people that he doesn't know. And they're dark, dark, dark. And I'm like, this isn't you. Like, I, this is not my son. Like, this is not who you are. And when we talked about it, he's like, yeah, I become a different person. I don't know what happens to me. And I'm like, this has to stop. So 
that was last week. Yesterday morning, which is why I had my moment, um, I couldn't find his watch. I'm like, where's his Apple watch? It was, I had taken it away. I put it in this drawer. Where is it? God specifically told me, he's like, it is, he he has taken it and it is in his room where he's doing schoolwork. And I go into the room and I'm like, I, I know you have the watch. He's like, he looked me dead in the eye and he's like, I don't have the watch. I'm like, I know it's in here. Like God, God specifically told me that you have hidden your watch in here. So I looked through his bag. I looked through all the things I was looking everywhere. And I'm like, and I started to leave and God's like, check his pockets. So I looked down and I was like, empty your pockets. He emptied his pocket and there it is. I'm like, you deliberately lied to me. Like it broke my heart. And I literally looked at him and I said, I have nothing to say to you. Like I don't have any words. Like I don't know what to say. Like I'm, I don't know what to say to you. So we took his phone or his watch and we looked at some of the messages and there's this, this person on there that he's talking to. And the name doesn't sound familiar, Suki or Zuki or whatever. And so we're looking, my husband and I are looking through his messages and it's weird. I'm like, this is, this is weird. Like it felt creepy and weird and dark. So we go and we ask him like, who is Zuki or whatever? And he's like, it's this 15 year old girl that I met on roadblocks. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So when I went and prayed yesterday, I was like, that is not a 15 year old girl. That's a pedophile. So I told my son this morning, I was like, every time that you are getting on Roblox and you are, you think that it's innocent and fine and whatever, there, there are two people that I know for sure that God has revealed to me that are not who they say they are. And you're entangling your sweet, innocent spirit with that dark, dark and demonic spirit. Every time that you get on there, you're entangling yourself with that. And we are, we as your parents are trying to protect you. And so we started to ask him, like, what is it? Like, what's the trigger that keep that that makes you sneak and lie and be deceitful to do this? And he's and he literally was like, I don't know, there's something that comes over me. And I'm like, that's the enemy. And you have to beat it. And so I started to share, like, it's like a video game of life. You're losing right now. Hardcore. And so I shared with him, I said, life is a video game. And how it works is you've got God and you've got the devil. And the enemy wants you to lose. And he is going to find your kryptonite. He's going to find the thing that is your weakness. And he is going to run hard after it, especially when you're young, because if he can get you when you're young, he gets you forever. So this is why he's after our children is through gaming, through music, through movies. He, he does that because he knows that he can get them. And if he gets them, he gets them for life. And it's not, it's not about, oh, it's just the movie. Oh, it's just the music song. It, oh, it's just gaming. There is a demonic force of a spirit behind it. It's deeper than the movie. It's deeper than the game. It's deeper than just some lyrics on a song. It's deeper than that. And, and I feel like 
the, the scripture actually says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against a spiritual realm. And if you don't believe it, then I am, I'm not, honestly, if you don't believe it, like, first of all, you should read it. Number two, if you don't believe it, you are, you're going to miss it because it is happening. It is look, look, look freaking up. Like it is happening. It's, it, we don't wrestle against a flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against each other. We're not wrestling against like, oh, you're just, a, you just, I just don't like you. No, it's deeper than that. There is a spirit behind that person. There is a darkness and we have to fight that with God. And that is something that I, um, I, that really hit me. It was like, we have way too many people not speaking up about this. It's, it's not about taking out the game. It's about helping our kids understand that it's, it's not about a video game that I'm trying to get rid of. I'm trying to help you understand there is a war for your mind. There is a war for your mind. And if you don't stand up and say, no devil, you cannot have my mind. You will not take my mind like, and not, and not surrender your mind to God and saying, God, I align my thoughts. I renew my mind in you. I align my thoughts in you. We're going to have a crisis on our hands and we do. And so I, I shared with him, like life is a video game and how you beat it every day. It's not a weekly thing, a monthly thing. It's not like, oh, I prayed for you once you had your moment of breakthrough and now we're fine. This is a daily thing. And this is your kryptonite. And every single time that you sneak and lie and are deceitful, he wins. But here's the other thing. I told my son, I said, because we have them do declarations every morning. I have them do I am's like, I am I'm a warrior. I am strong. I am brave. All these things, right? It's exactly what I teach my gals. I told him, I said, here's the thing. If you don't put into a daily action that aligns with the words that you're saying, you're a liar and your mind tells you that. So if every day you're saying that I am, I am trustworthy and I am a warrior, I am brave, I'm courageous, I stand up for what's right, but then you go and you lie and hide your phone or, or, or hide, your, hide your watch or you know go and sneak the iPad and then you get on the gaming that you know you're not supposed to do. All of those actions are aligned with the kid that's a loser and that is someone that is not trustworthy. And so your mind of the declarations go away. It's like, well, we don't believe that. This is actually whose aid is because these are the actions that you took. So you, you have to daily say, wake up and say, God, I align my thoughts with you make them make, I submit my thoughts to your thoughts and I renew my mind in what you say I am, that I am victorious and that I am these things and help me to fight the enemy of what he wants me to go and do with my mind. And then every day that you beat it, you get a, you, it's like you get a point in a video game of life. Like you get a point and what begins to what begins to happen is you begin to stack up those points, right? Like a video game. And at the end of the game, it's like you have all these points and it's not because you earned all those points at once. It's because over time you kept beating the devil every freaking day. And that's what it takes. It's a video game of life. And when I shared that with him, it was like, it, it really 
because he likes gaming, it like really helped him. And so I wanted to share that with you. If you have a, especially if you have a gamer in your home, it is imperative that you literally look at what he is doing or she is doing because this is a very dark place. I'm not talking about like Mario Super Brothers. I'm talking about like the Roblox and the Fortnite where they can go and they can play with other people. I am telling you, it is a breeding ground for pedophiles and sex and sex trafficking. Like it is a breeding ground for them. I have friends I, I know, I have friends that have friends that have told me they have people that they know that have been kidnapped here in Tennessee from sex trafficking, from getting on Fortnite, Roblox like reeling them in, like super innocent. Hey, I'm a, I'm a nine-year-old kid at school, blah, blah, blah. They swap numbers. He asks him what school he goes to. They, they pick up your kid at school and never to be seen again. Like that's how scary it is. And if we as parents don't take a stand of like you, like, and not, not scaring our kids to where they're like terrified, but enough to be like, you could literally be like, I don't know if you've have, if, if, if your kids have seen the sound of, free, of freedom, but I would encourage you to have them watch it. It's like, this can be you real fast. If you continue to play the route of like this innocence of like, I'm just going to get on Roblox and talk to random people that I think are going to be my friends that tell me that they're certain age and their certain name and where they live. And it turns out it's a 55 year old man who's jacking off on the computer and wanting to come and kidnap you and molest and do dirty things to you or even, you know, or sell you into sex trafficking where you spend the rest of your life doing that because you didn't listen, like wake the hell up basically. And with our 12 year old son, it was kind of that. It's like, you need to freaking wake up son, because this world is going to eat you up and spit you out. Like you need to freaking have an awareness of the spiritual realm that you're fighting here. And that if you don't fight it now, it's going to take you down. And it's our job as parents that we give them that awareness. Kind of like in my last podcast, like you need to have an awareness. You don't need to be aware of it and be wearing it, but you need to be aware of it because it's happening. And if you're not aware of it and you don't understand the significance of it, then you're going to get caught in it and I won't be able to help you. I can help you now, but it may come into a time in a place where you get so dark down in this path, I can't help you. So I think one of the things that I would highly encourage you as parents, and this is something when I was, you know, went on another walk today, I was praying through, God just really was like, you need to get this word out there. Because more parents need to understand that it's not about the game. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than the lyrics in the song. It's deeper. You know what? Um, Pokemon. So a few weeks ago, my son went to the, um, I think it was a, like a, oh, it was Dollywood. They went to Dollywood with my parents. And my son played a game, like a, like a game there where you kind of like you shoot. I think it was like you shoot different things. I don't know. And he ended up winning a Pokemon stuffed animal. And I walked by my son's bedroom and I felt like this coldness in his room. And I opened up the door and there was the Pokemon stuffed animal. I was like, get that thing out of here. 
that is a that is demonic. I could feel something even on that stuffed animal. No joke. And as soon as he got rid of the stuffed animal, it was fine. His room was totally fine. So it's real. Like this stuff is real. And if you're not paying attention to it, if you're so disconnected as a parent and you're not paying attention to it, you're going to lose your kids. You will lose your kid. It is so, so critically important that you open up your eyes, you open up your heart, you open up your soul, and you look around at what's going on because you will lose your kids. You will lose your kids to this dark and demonic world if you do not say, no, 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 we have authority in God to rise above this and to take a stand and to make sure that you are aware and that you don't go down that path. And, and that is what Matt and I, you know, as parents right now, that's what we're battling. That's what we're fighting. And we're still thick in it. Like literally, I mean, just yesterday, just, just yesterday lied, you know, and just yesterday, another conversation that was dark and bad. So we're still thick in it. My hope and prayer is my hope and prayer, to be honest with you, is that my son, he's 12. I look forward to the day where this no longer has a grip on him at all. And he can come on here and boldly share about how he was able to overcome this, that this no longer has a grip on him and how he can help other kids out there that have the grip of the enemy on them to go into this dark places and to come to the light and be like, no, this, this is evil. And this isn't helping you. This isn't healthy for you. And this is how I overcame it. And so this is how you can too. And, and I've written that down, that he's going to do that, that someday the thing that has a grip on him is going to be the thing that empowers him and helps him help other people. Because you can only, you know, the best people that can help people is going through it. And I'm just, right now he's in it. And I am praying for the day that he is through it. He's got his breakthrough. It no longer has a grip. And he's able to help so many other people out there that have that grip and to give them the tools and the things that have helped him overcome it. So it's daily. It's in the daily where we have to renew our mind and we have to submit and be like, all right, God, I need your help. It's not in, it's, it's, it's out of my hands and I put it into your hands and I'm fighting this battle that you have already got the victory in and I'm pressing into that. And that is what I encourage you as a parent is that you press in that God's already got the victory. He's already defeated the devil, but you need his empowerment to break the chains off your kids.